morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning indeed, and we are back. I can't believe it. Feels like just yesterday the Rams were taking home the Super Bowl, and I was telling you about pretty much every pick I lost that game, but it's a new season. We a uh, new season. We got a new goal. We're going to be in the green this year. First full season of Harpin' Eyes beating the bookie. Uh, like I remind you, every, sh- every show, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter. It is at Oz and Harp beating the bookie, uh, and there should be a picture of a bulldog in there smoking a pipe. Uh, so please give us a follow, give us a shout out, and uh, we will get the show to you out on Twitter. We'll get our picks out on Twitter, and um, we will get the ball rolling. Um, so it's a perfect day to be recording because just yesterday it really hit me that it was football season. Of course, I've had a countdown, I've had it waiting, uh, I've tweeted out, ready to talk to you guys. Um, but it really just hit me because everything was, hey, sign up for this, sign up for that. Do you want to be in this fantasy league? Do you want to do that this year? And I tell you what, it's kind of crazy because it's all fun, all fun and games, but it is overwhelming in the amount of stuff I am in this year. So obviously you'll have the sports betting, which is stressful and fun every week, Um, but I am now in three fantasy football leagues, uh, a KO pick them where you pick a team every week to win in the NFL, uh, and we will go over that week to week, not this week, obviously, because there's no NFL. I'll let you guys know who I'm picking. I'll let you guys know how my fantasy teams did. Um, and I'm doing a college football pick as well. Um, I'll let you know, guys know how I do in that each week. Uh, I did pretty well in the college one last year. Uh, okay in the NFL one. I think I won a one week and two weeks is profitable. So I did pay out a little bit in that, but not much. But one pretty big on the college football pick uh, KO, I never do well with. Uh, the first year I thought I was going to dominate it. I was like, oh, just got to pick a winner. Uh, we don't even do where you have to pick a new team every time. But I have three uh, selections. First year I've done three selections. And they look like a lot of good ones for week one. Like, of course, Russell Wilson's going to go and beat the Seahawks, right? Like, of course, that's going to happen. I almost want to put all three picks on that, but I'm, I'm not going to do that because then they'll lose. Um, so I got a lot going on. I'm excited. I'm ready for college football. I'm ready for NFL football. I hope you guys are as well. Um, so I'm going to go over the format with you guys real quick. This is what we're going to do this year. I am personally going to pick five NFL games, obviously not this week, and five college football games week in and week out. Um, we're going to keep up. We're going to track. We're going to be in the green by the end of the year. Um, and then Oz is going to pick a different game on the on the so, on the table. I'm not going to pick against Oz or have him pick against me. Uh, it's more fun when we're cheering for everyone to win. Um, so there will be 11 games total on a normal week. Obviously, only six this week because it's all college football. Um, so we're going to do five. I'll do five college, five NFL, and then Oz will do. He'll do a big game uh, like this weekend. We're going to do Clemson Georgia Tech because it's on Monday night. Uh, so something fun. Uh, we'll do either a big college game or big NFL game, um, Sunday night game, Monday night game, Thursday night game, even for Oz. If uh, we'll just do something that I feel like is a big game um, uh, each week, we might do you know we might do the game day game because those are usually big games. So we'll just you know we'll play by ear, uh, but we are not going to be picking the same game this year because it's not fun when when Oz and I are on separate sides. Plus, you know he kind of showed me up last year. He was in the green and I wasn't. Um, so. 
Can't have that. Uh, we're both going to be in the green this year. Uh, Oz is Oz is sleeping at my feet right now, uh, just dreaming, dreaming of the picks. Probably thinking about uh, Georgia Tech and Clemson um, but as a twenty-two point spread right now. Um, and if it was me, look, I'd probably pick Georgia Tech uh, because they played him to a two-point game last year. And do I really believe that DJ is that much better this year? Where they're going to go beat him by twenty points in Atlanta? Uh, probably not. I don't, you know, but. What do I know? And so I'm going to let Oz pick that one, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, hey, hope everyone had a good week zero. Um, mine went okay. Uh, won a big bet on Vanderbilt, um, which was great. Um, but then I had this happen to me for the first time ever. We had Jacksonville State, okay? Uh, I don't even remember who they were playing, but they were plus seven and a half. And um, – it was it was forty two seventeen going the fourth quarter. You know I was already sitting at the line ready to catch my bat. I was at Harris this weekend for a fantasy football draft, and um, next thing I know, the game is rained out, and uh, the the casino doesn't. It's not a winner unless I think there's like five minutes left or something like that. And unfortunately, there was four fourteen minutes left or twelve minutes left or whatever. Um, and what would have been such an easy win, uh, a bet got canceled. So that was a tough start of week zero, but my week zero, I, you know, I don't know my exact record, but it went back and forth. I put the most money, uh, or it, yeah, everything was pretty much one unit, uh, besides Vanderbilt. Um, and I won that one. So that was, that was big. That was big for the squad down there in, uh, in Cherokee, North Carolina. Uh, all right. So today here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the NFL. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to tell you guys my division winners, uh, the NFC and AFC winners, and then a Super Bowl pick. <clears throat> Y'all are more than welcome to put the bet in. Uh, I do not have any future bets in the NFL. I am not planning on putting any of these in right now. Uh, I will put my pick in at some point in the season, um, but I usually don't. I just don't like to do football at the beginning of the year. I did do some baseball at the beginning of the year, which I don't really, you know, love either. I'm just not a huge futures guy. Honestly, the, my favorite futures are honestly soccer, and that's when it's like a tournament or something like that. Um, but I don't, I don't love a NFL futures. There's just a lot of cap. I mean, my pick. You know, any any person, any team you pick in the NFL, if their quarterback goes down, you know, you're pretty much screwed. Um, so I don't do a bunch of that. Uh, but I'm going to give you my winners uh, so that I can, so that you can either praise me or uh, you know, call me out at the end of the year. Um, which is a lot of fun. What I've learned from year one of this is usually when you do really well, you don't get praised. You're just like, thanks for doing your job. You know, this isn't my job. Um, and then if you do really bad, then they call you out. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Um, anyway, um, but it is what it is. That's, that's why I do it. Cause I love it. So, um, we, uh, we'll do that. We'll go over that. That's what we'll do first. And then we'll go over the five college games um for this weekend week one um and we'll go over we'll go over college football playoff we'll probably do the college football we'll go nfl college football playoff and then the five in a, in a college games uh for this weekend um so let's go ahead and jump right in so here we go uh afc all right i have the four division winners as the bills the broncos uh, the Ravens and the Colts. Okay, so quick breakdown. I mean, Bills are the best team in that division. Um, it's pretty pretty bar none in my in my estimation. I don't think the Patriots uh, will be much of a challenge. Uh, I think Miami will be good, but not on 
uh, the Bills level. Josh Allen is probably the best quarterback in the league, uh, but he's top three for sure. Um, and the Bills, you know, with the, that loss last year, uh, you know, I think they'll be back with vengeance. The AFC is wild, guys. It's the best division I, or, sorry, conference that I have seen in my lifetime. And the Bills really got a break out of it because it's not really their division that's contributing too much other than them. I mean, Dolphins are a good team. But it's really the AFC North, which is wildly good. And not saying he should be playing. He should be suspended for 11 games, if not more. Um, but if Deshaun Watson was playing, it would make it even more wild because the Browns would be a factor this year. Um, and if things stay the same, you know, this next year will be even more wild. Uh, with Deshaun in the mix, but the AFC North is insanely good. Uh, all you know, Pittsburgh will be a solid team. Uh, Bengals and Ravens will be really elite, and then you know what makes it probably the best, or what does make it the best conference is the best division that I've ever seen in my life, uh, which is AFC West. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, uh, Justin Herbert, and they all have weapons around them. Now you got Devontae Adams in that division, so. Uh, the AFC is going to be wild, and the Bills really get a break out of that because their division is not one of the tougher ones uh, in my estimation. It's still a good division. Like I said, the Patriots will be okay. Maybe the Jets will be improved, um, you know, and uh, the Dolphins will be solid, but the Bills are the class uh, of that division. Um, I got the Broncos winning it, which I guess is my kind of surprise pick. Uh, you know, they've had a good defense for years and years and years. Uh, Jared Judy is a solid receiver. Uh, really good receiver, and, you know, I think Russ is going to have a chip on his shoulder this year, something to prove, um, and I think the Broncos come out on top. I mean, you know, that's going to be the kind of division where you have, you know, all all three of those teams will probably be like 8 to 11 wins, and they're all better than 11 win teams, honestly, uh, but with the, them beating up on each other and playing each other and playing in the AFC, you know, I mean, the Broncos will probably win 11, 12 games max, or whoever wins that division, obviously in my estimation, the Broncos, um, but you won't see anyone going 15 and 2, 12 and you know, 15 and 2, 14 and 3 uh, in that division, uh, like I think you will with Buff- Buffalo. Um, so they're also probably going to get that by. Um, Ravens, no real surprise here. Look, guys, I mean, this made my pick for me easy because you got two factors. One, every year, or like 90% of the years in the last couple of decades, you've had a team go from last to first in the NFL. Well, the Ravens finished last last year, mostly due to injuries. I mean, they're the most they're the most common team that's going to go from last to first. I mean, if you look at the other last place teams, uh, and, and B I plus, I just think they're the best team in their division. Uh, Lamar Jackson is electric. I've always, you know, I also have always been a Lamar Jackson fan. I actually did not love him coming out to the NFL, uh, but some people just still won't buy into him, and I'm 100% bought in. Uh, he is the best quarterback I've ever seen with the Ravens, um, and they've you know won a couple Super Bowls in my lifetime. Um, and, you know, he's won playoff games. He's won MVP. I mean, he's really good. Uh, I know people are going to be like, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. You're disrespecting the Bengals. And, yes, I am uh, because uh, Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Uh, and I know as a 2015 Panthers fan uh, that it is brutal. So I'm expecting a little bit of that out of the Bengals this year. Uh, I love Joe Burrow. I really do. Um, but I just do not think that they are going to be good enough to even make the playoffs this year. And the AFC, I think they're going to be one of the more disappointing teams. Um, would it shock me if they made the playoffs or win the division? No, but that's just how kind of crazy how the AFC is. Uh, I think they'll be right on that border, but I do not have them making the playoffs. <sighs> the next division I have, I got the Colts. Uh, I think Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor are better than Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, and that's pretty much my reasoning behind it. Um, I think Matt Ryan will, you know, kind of have push it push out the next two years. 
and uh, probably get the Colts two pretty good years, two playoff appearances. Uh, don't see them making a huge run in the playoffs, but I do have them winning the division. And then my wild card teams are Kansas City and the Chargers. Like I said, best division. I think both of those teams will win 10 games, maybe 11. Um, and I think that that division is going to have three teams, even if the Raiders wouldn't surprise me if the Raiders sneak up uh, and win that. And then my last team in is the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins will have that hard. I mean, they should beat the they should beat the Patriots twice. They should beat the Jets twice. Um, you know, obviously getting Tyreek and Hill in there was huge. Um, two is going to have to show improvements for sure. Uh, but they're the, they're the team I think is going to fight. So we kind of I kind of hinted at it. Uh, my goal for this is to have five of the seven playoff teams, right? That would be my minimum. Obviously, I'd love to have seven out of seven. Uh, so those are my seven. And the two other two teams I would, you know, on the outside looking in will be the Bengals. I still think they'll be good. I just don't think they'll, they'll miss in that division. Um, and the Raiders. You know, the Raiders could sneak up. And, and you know, that division one through four, you could flip it four to one, and, and it wouldn't sh- shock me. I mean, all four of those teams are really good. Um, so those are kind of the two that I'm looking on the outside looking in, but we'll probably be in it uh, throughout the season. Um, yeah, we'll go. We'll come back to AFC winner, but we'll go do the, we'll do the NFC first. All right, so NFC, I have the Cowboys winning their division. It's hard because uh, everyone in that division has gotten better, and it's really hard to win that division twice. It just doesn't happen often. I, I don't even know the last time that has happened. Um, so a, a little bit of me wanted to pick Philly. I do think Philly will push Dallas, but I think Dallas will end up winning that. Dak got paid. I think Dak's better than Jalen Hurts. Um, and I think that they will figure out how to win enough games to win that division. Um, Rams, yeah. Uh, look, they, they got the most consistent quarterback. Kyler Murray got paid this offseason, which is well-deserved. But, uh, I, you know, I'm taking Matthew Stafford all day. Sean McVay, you know, coming off a of Super Bowl, uh, you know, best coach in that division. Um, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of Trey Lance and the 49ers. So, uh, Rams are the play there. Uh, Green Bay, you know, I'm, I know I'm nervous about their receivers, but, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And he's going into division against Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, and Jared Goff. So, yeah, Green Bay. And then I'm going with the Bucks. You know, the Bucks. I'll go ahead and spoil it. They were my Super Bowl pick, actually, to win it, like, three weeks ago. And then I've seen offensive linemen after offensive linemen go down. I, I mean, did y'all see that press conference with Tom Brady? Uh, I'm just not trusting it right now. Um, so I do have them win division, but no, they are not my even my NFC pick anymore. Um, but they were about three weeks ago. So kind of crazy how that can change just like that. But we'll see. They'll be competitive this year. Tom will have, you know, one more run. And uh, just FYI to all the haters out there, including myself, because I used to hate Tom Brady. Uh, just enjoy watching the GOAT because this is probably last year. Um, all right. So those are the four winners. Uh, my three playoff teams, uh, sorry, wild card teams, the Vikings. So I do think Kirk Cousins will improve this year, maybe even push Green Bay to limit a little bit uh, in the division. Um, but, you know, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, but I don't think they quite get it done. But I do think they are a playoff team this year uh, as long as everyone stays healthy. Uh, San Francisco, like I just said, you don't know what you're going to get out of Trey Lance, but I think you will get enough. Uh, I think they will do enough offensively, even if he isn't uh, quite ready to ball out this year. Um, they'll do enough schematically to get the, hand, the ball in the hands of Depot, um, George Kittle, things like that, where they'll win enough games to be a playoff team. Uh, and then finally, I have the Saints. 
Uh, Jameis coming off a ACL tear. Um, new coach, new regime in there. Kamara dealing with some different things. I loved Olave pick. Uh, if Michael Thomas is healthy, I think that's a dangerous enough offense um, to to make a run um, and and get in the playoffs. Um, and then my two teams kind of on the outside looking in are one, the Cardinals. So I think they'll push San Francisco and it'll be whoever finishes higher in that division. Obviously will be the one that makes the playoffs. My pick, obviously San Francisco, but the Cardinals would not surprise me. They will be in there with, uh, Deandre and Kyler Murray. Uh, and then my Panthers, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth from all year. Didn't love the, the Baker deal. Um, like what he's done the preseason, like that. He won the job pretty quickly. Um, you know, I think it was, he won it even quicker than it was actually announced, but they kind of tried to hold off. Um, so, so I'm going to go with the Panthers, but on the outside looking in, it's kind of the same thing with San Francisco and the Saints, uh, or sorry, San Francisco and the Cardinals. They're going to push the Saints. They're going to be right there with the Saints and whoever finished higher, probably, you know, if the Panthers can somehow find a way to beat the Saints twice, then, then they'll, they'll, uh, they'll be in the playoffs. But, you know, if they split or go in two, then yeah, they're probably going to be on the outside looking in. Um, so a tough schedule for the Panthers this year, but if Christian stays healthy, then you know they can challenge for that spot. So those are my playoff teams. My AFC winner is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, some things I pointed out earlier, they they have an easier division, um, so I think they'll win enough games not only to win the division, but get that one seed and that bye, which is huge. Um, and then I think uh, you know I think they're you know when that Buffalo is going to be really hard in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I just kind of think it's their time. So, you know, Allen and Diggs and I think the company get through and, and back to a, to a Super Bowl for the first time in a very, very long time. NFC was much tougher for me. AFC, I didn't really think about much. I mean, I've heard a lot of people pick the Bills this year, so that's probably not a great sign. Um, I thought about the Broncos a little bit in the AFC. Um, and, you know, you, you got to consider Kansas City. But not, I, I pretty much went on the Bills pretty quickly. The NFC was a lot harder for me. Uh, I can't believe in the Cowboys. I can't believe in any of the teams I picked is in the wild card. So it pretty much came down to Rams, Green Bay, or Bucks. Like I just said, I had the Bucks about three weeks ago, but with all the injuries, I can't. Uh, just can't pick them right now. Uh, and then the Rams. It's just so hard to get the Super Bowl back to back years. I mean, that's really my only reasoning behind it. So if you want to, you know, blast me for that, then fine. Um, but I just don't see a team getting back to back to Super Bowl. Uh, both years plus, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know who's going to be the one seed out of them. I mean, they all, they all could win enough games to be one seed between Rams, Green Bay, and Bucks. So it's not like I have them like I do the Bills. Like, oh, they have the one of the easier divisions in their conference. They're going to win the, they're going to win the one seed, which could be a huge, will be a huge factor in who does go to Super Bowl out of the NFC. Um, but I'm going Green Bay. I think it's kind of a reversal Aaron Rodgers year, if you want to say. I don't think they have a great regular season. Obviously, good enough to win their division. But I could see them winning 11, 11 games, maybe 12, um, and being pushed by the Vikings. Vikings being right there um, in order to win the division. And uh, I just think he gets to the playoffs this year. There's less pressure on him because I think they're like a three or maybe even a four seed. Uh, and then I just think Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does. He builds that rapport with the receivers throughout the year. And he, like I said, he kind of goes reversal where he has, okay, you know, pretty good regular season, but he's building that rapport with the receivers. And then no pressure in the playoffs, and he just kind of runs through it, man. He, you know, I mean, he'd have to win. 
if, if Michael prediction, you have to win a home game and then he'd have to go win two road games. But L.A. and, and you know, whether it's the Cowboys or the Bucks, I mean, those are warm weather cities, you know. He can go in there and win. He can sling the ball around um, and, and win a game. Um, so I'm going with Green Bay versus the Bills. Uh, and my Super Bowl winner, I mean, y'all can probably tell about how confident I was that they were going to win the AFC, is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I just think they're the best team, front, front to back, uh, good line, good receivers. You know, Allen and Diggs have been together for years. They're poor. They do have to figure out the running game a little bit, um, but I do think that will get better as the year goes along. Like, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be their guy? Um, I heard Singletary might be their three guy, which is bad because he's been there one game, but it's also good because maybe they're improving at running back if Singletary's not going to improve, uh, which he hasn't seemed to in the last couple of years. Uh, so, yeah, so if you want to put a future on it now, put a future on it now, but the Buffalo Bills – uh, will be your 2022-2023 Super Bowl champions. And, man, what a time and what a place that would be to be in if it does happen this year. Um, Buffalo, New York will be absolutely wild. All right, so that's my NFL predictions. Let me know what you think on Twitter. Um, next, let's jump into the college football. So college football is not really as – tough, right, to pick as the NFL because NFL has so much more variety. Um, pretty much every podcast, blah, 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 in the country, in the – yeah, in the country, sorry, uh, will have Alabama and Ohio State in the playoff, and Oz and Harp are no different. We have Ohio State and uh, uh, Alabama in the playoffs um, because, number one – well, there's a lot of reasons, but number one – uh, because Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are playing for Alabama and Ohio State. Um, they could very well be one and two pick in the NFL this this next coming season. Uh, Bryce Young just won the Heisman. Last time you saw C.J. Stroud, he was just shredding the Utah defense. Um, so, yeah, those are your one. Those are your two seed. I don't see Alabama losing a game uh, this year. Granted, they are in the best side of a conference um, the SEC West, so maybe they maybe they do lose one like a and but I, with the best defensive player coming back, uh, the best uh, player in the country coming back, you know, according to the Heisman Committee, uh, and the best coach in the country, I have Alabama going undefeated. At number two seed, I have Ohio State, also not losing a game this year. Uh, Ryan Day, you know, it's kind of crazy, but he kind of needs a breakthrough year. Um, he's been to a national championship game. He's recruited well. Last year was obviously disappointed. You can't lose to Michigan. Uh, it was bound to happen, and a great year for Michigan. Uh, but Ohio State is still the dominant team in that league. Uh, they bounce back this year, and C.J. Stroud gets into the playoffs undefeated. So this year is a lot more um, interesting, I guess, for the three and four Um it's 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 kind of open. I've I've seen a lot of different picks. Uh, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, it's not like anyone has anyone out of the top twenty-five. But you've got uh, I've seen NC State. I've seen Clemson, obviously. Um, I've seen Utah. I've seen some Notre Dame, which I found interesting. Um, I, I've seen I've seen different picks. I, I Baylor, who won the Big Twelve last year. Oklahoma, who's the favorite in the Big Twelve. I think I saw Wake Forest, um, which would be interesting, and I'm probably taken back now that uh, now that uh, Sam Hartman's kind of – no one knows when he's going to play. Um, 
I saw I saw uh, was it Desmond Howard's <laughs> picks the other day. It was like Texas A and M and Michigan in the in the playoff. Um, that was wild because he had not had Alabama or Ohio State. I think he was hopefully just trying to be different, I guess, and give some fan bases some excitement. But that was kind of ridiculous, in my opinion. Granted, you know, then if his Final Four is correct, then my Final Four will look r- ridiculous because I don't have anything. I think I've seen some Miami in there too. So a couple of different teams from the ACC getting left. <laughs> All that to say. The three and four seed are more interesting, at least to talk about at this point, because pretty much everybody has the same one and two. Um, and so for my three seed, I have the Clemson Tigers. Uh, I mean, I got my Gamecock hat on right now as I'm recording this podcast. Uh, so everyone knows this is the furthest thing from what I want to pick. Um, but I just, this is what I see. Um, I, you know, Clemson's defense is going to be unreal this year. It was great last year. That D line is going to be even better this year. Um, pretty much if you're the Clemson offense with, uh, and I'll say this to all my Clemson friends out there, this is the best schedule you've played in the past, past decade. Uh, it's not a bad schedule at all. So anybody that rips it this year, sorry, Carolina fans, Carolina's is still better. Not that that really matters in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but it is, um, but Clemson's is not bad. They play a good NC state team. Wake Forest, if y'all playing without Sam Hartman, obviously that will take a little bit of a hit. You play Notre Dame, you have to go to Notre Dame. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, and there was somebody else on there that's pretty good. No, it's not South Carolina. Um, I can't recall. There's another. There's a fourth-ranked team you play on there. NC State, Notre Dame. Huh. It slipped my mind. But possibly Clemson, you play a pretty tough schedule this year. Um but I have I have them going eleven and one and taking the ACC or twelve and one I guess because they'll I think they'll beat whoever oh Miami I think is the other team I think they play them cross division could be wrong but I'm pretty sure it's Miami um, and then they they might play them again in the ACC championship so my prediction is that Clemson loses to Notre Dame uh, but that is their only loss and so they will and that's not an ACC loss uh, so it wouldn't matter but. The, the the championship game for their division is they get to host NC State like week three or week four. Uh, I think if NC State can pull that off, then, you know, NC State does have a chance to win the division and derail Clemson's year. But obviously, as I'm putting Clemson in the playoff, I do not think that, that NC State will pull that off. NC State is one of those programs that every couple of years gets this hype and then they go like nine and three. And so that's what they'll probably do again this year. Look, if it was in Raleigh like it was last year, I'd give them a shot. But uh, that will be a hype game in Death Valley, and I just I'll, I'll think Dabo will scheme up a way to win it. Do I believe that DJ is going to be that much better than he was last year? I don't care really how much weight he lost. No, I think you pretty much saw what DJ was last year. Uh, I think this will be his last year at Clemson. I do think he will be good enough to get them to the playoff, uh, but I think it'll be another kind of Kelly Bryant situation where he will get them to the playoff. Uh, and though T-Law did come in uh, mid-year, Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. T-Law came in the next year. But Kelly Bryant got to the playoff and then was replaced. I think DJ will get to the playoff, and then they'll be like, hey, DJ, you want to go play your last year back out in California or something? Because we're going to start this kid, Cade, next year. Um, so that's my prediction for Clemson football. But I do have them going 12-1, and only losing at Notre Dame. Um, though I think NC State will be a competitive game. And uh, if Sam Hartman is playing Wake Forest as well. Um, but I think Clemson finds a way to win those two. And... Uh, and, and they're the number three seed. And granted, you know, honestly, even if they beat Notre Dame and go 12-0, 13-0, if Alabama and Ohio State are undefeated, they're still probably the three seed. Uh, but I do think that they will have trouble in South Bend. Um, so that's my number three pick. 
and my final pick, it was tough, man. It was tough. Um, it's probably not going to be a popular pick. Uh, it's going to be uh, not so not one that I've seen very often. Um, but I have the fourth and final team in the playoff as the Southern California Trojans. That's right. Lincoln Riley and Southern Cal will be in the playoff in their first year, and that is just going to springboard them in recruiting and, and whatever else, and they are going to be a the next powerhouse in college football. I mean, Lincoln uh, Lincoln going to California this year was a, the big story of the offseason. Then you get Caleb Williams in there. Look, I love Utah. It was a great team, but they could not stop Ohio State's offense last year uh, in the second half to C.J. Stroud. And I kind of think it's going to be the same thing. I do think the Pac-12 is in a good spot because I think Southern Cal and Utah will be playing for the title game. And I think Southern Cal will find their way, uh, find a way to beat uh, Utah in the title game. And they will find that left four spot. Um, I mean, Obviously, I think Utah, you know, Utah's a team on the outside looking in. Notre Dame's a team on the outside looking in, especially if they beat Clemson, because uh, I think their only other loss might be to Ohio State in week one. Um, there's a lot of teams that are going to be vying for that spot. So Southern Cal is going to have to play well, um, you know, from the get-go. But I think with Lincoln and with Caleb Williams, that they will find a way to get into that fourth spot. So there you go. There's your college football playoff. Um you know, I don't think you're going to see much in the semifinal games. I think Alabama uh, beats uh, Southern Cal pretty handily, and I think Ohio State handles Clemson. I think their de- Clemson's defense will keep them in it uh, for first half, first two and a half quarters. Uh, but I, at the end of the day, C.J. Stroud is uh, leaps and bounds better than D.J. Um, and you know, maybe Cade, maybe they throw in Cade. Uh, by that point, but I, I just don't think it will be enough. Uh, so I have Ohio State and Alabama in the national championship game, and then Alabama defeating Ohio State in what should be a good national championship. Obviously, we saw that national championship two years ago and did not work out. Uh, I don't know how this is going to come out exactly, but uh, it cut me off at 30 minutes on the app I'm using. I'm using the same app, Anchor, but I'm using it now on my laptop instead of my phone because I uh, I bought a microphone. So I'll try to give you guys some better sound. Um, but anyway, uh, as I was saying, I have Alabama defeating Ohio State, uh, what should be a good national championship game, even though we saw that a couple years ago and it did not work out. I think this Ohio State team's better. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you have the best player in the country and Bryce Young, the best defensive player in Will Anderson and the best coach uh, of all time, and Nick Saban, I'm going to pick you to win the national championship. That is, uh, they obviously at Alabama have many, 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 many other pieces. Um, but, you know, those three, um, you know, as, as well as them losing the national championship game last year, because it is very hard to repeat. Uh, so a lot of motivation in Tuscaloosa. Um, they'll, you know, I, yeah, they are my 2022-2023 uh, national champions. So. That's it. There you go. And Alabama and uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, those are your champions for the year. So fan bases get hype. Uh, Harper has told you right here that those are going to be your champions. So, I mean, what could go wrong? Um, but looking forward to the season. 
those are some things we have to look forward to uh, for a uh, long ways down the road, right? All the way until January and February. It is almost September, but not quite. So those are a long way down the road. But what are we going to do to win some money right now, here today? Well, not today, but you can put it in today, and you're going to win some money this weekend. I got you five college football games, five winners that we're going to start the season off hot, all right? Um, I looked at the week one. There was a lot out there, right? Um, a lot of big games. Oregon, UGA, hated that line. Uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, hated that line. The college, there's just so many points out there. Um, I tried to go with some with some closer spreads. I don't know why. It just made me feel better. Uh, I guess we'll see if the strategy works out. Um, so I don't have some of the big games in here. Uh, granted, there are some there are some uh, there are some big games. I mean, these are some. I mean, they're no slackers, but it's I, you know I would say those are the big ones. Um, obviously, and then you know Monday night. I don't know that Clemson Georgia Tech is a big one. Granted, it is an ACC game. Uh, you know, and I you know it just is from, this is just my perspective, and I think the perspective of most college coaches and probably college fans too. Um, but I hate conference games week one. Um, I remember in 2014. Uh, Carolina opened up against AM hype as all get out, you know, for the season I was. Um, and then AM comes in there and crushes us. And it just felt so demoralizing being 0 1 and then 0 1 in your own conference. Like you, you just feel very out of it. I don't know. So I hate that. And I tell you what, just to, you know, I not that Scott Frost deserves any sympathy because who the hell kicks an onside kick? up 11 points. I mean, what is that? You're asking to lose a game. And good job by the Northwestern guy to jump on the ball and shout out to Ryan Holinsky, the former Gamecock, coming back and win that game in Ireland. But a schedule where you play a week before everyone in Ireland against a conference opponent, I mean, I know you don't have a choice, right, because it's conference scheduling, but that is just brutal for whoever loses that game. Granted, Nebraska kind of just lost it themselves, like, you know, bad coaching, um, you know, some bad play down the stretch, but it's still brutal, man. That's just, I just don't agree with that at all. I don't, I don't think you should have a week one conference game, you know, in a sport where you don't have any preseason games. Um, and then to do it in Ireland, that's just, it's really brutal on Scott Frost. But, uh, anyway, um, you know, it is what it is. So we stay away from some of the bigger ones. Uh, Ozzy, like I said, we'll do Georgia Tech and Clemson, and that is a 22-point spread, and we will have that out for you uh, at some point on Twitter. Um, but we do have some dogs. We do have some favorites. It's a good little 3-2 mix here. Um, I'm not going any money lines, even though if you wanted to take one of a money line, I would not blame you. Uh, and I will get, let's get into those right now. So, we open up with two Thursday games, all right? First one on the docket, we got Purdue versus Penn State. Um, this is the one where if you wanted to take it on the money line, I don't blame you. It's not a big money line. I don't even know what it is because I did not take it on the money line. But our first play is Purdue plus three and a half against Penn State. Um, you know, all I've heard about Penn State this year is how it's kind of a rebuilding year and they'll be down. And Purdue uh, finished the season strong last year. Uh, I've seen a lot of – picks for them um 
winning their division. Uh, they're going to need to win this game in order to do that. Uh, kind of like I was just talking about losing a game week one is brutal. Losing a conference game week one is really brutal and really puts you behind the eight ball. Um, so I think Purdue – uh, goes in there and beats Penn State. So the first play of the day we have is Purdue plus three and a half. Next game is West Virginia and Pitt. Uh, I've listened to some stuff on West Virginia. They got a new coach uh, in there that's really kind of flipping the program a little bit. Uh, Pitt obviously had an amazing season last year with Kenny Pickett, uh, the only quarterback taken in the first round, won the conference. Uh, Pickett did not then play in the Sugar Bowl, I believe. Um, which they lost to a good old Miss team. But still, absolutely fantastic year for Pitt. However, you go into the offseason, Pickett's obviously going to draft their number one receiver, who I believe was the number one receiver in college football, or I shouldn't say was, is uh, the number one receiver on most college football boards uh, for the NFL, uh, then decides to transfer to Southern Cal. So a lot going on in Pittsburgh. Uh, you got a Thursday night game in Pittsburgh, granted. Uh, a rivalry game week one, which I love because, A, this isn't a conference game. So I love that. These are the type of games I would love week one. Uh, I would, you know, I mean, I would love if South Carolina and Clemson played week one. It's, you know, you lose, it sucks, but you move on because it's not your conference. So, um, but I like it at the end of the year, too. Uh, they're both fun. But, um, yeah, so I am going to lay the point or I'm going to take the point, excuse me, uh, with this one. That's a West Virginia plus eight rivalry game. A lot of turnover for Pitt. New system. We're not not new system, but new quarterback in the system. Uh, you know, and you know, a lot. So, a lot to be excited about for that game, rivalry game Thursday night. Um, I think West Virginia holds it within a touchdown. However, I would not take them on the money line. Uh, but I think you get a good game in the backyard brawl, as they call it. Um, and that's good. I think they. I heard that they just signed a six-year deal. So. Uh, that's exciting. These are the kind of games I think college football really needs, um, especially early in the year. Neither one of these teams is going to contend for a national title, but they could both, you know, win seven, eight games. Whichever one wins this one is is definitely a big uh, jolt to start their season. Um, but let, give me West Virginia plus eight. Third game we have is LSU and Florida State. These are two programs that are in very – very similar situation. New coach, obviously LSU, still newish coach with Norvell at Florida State. Um, it is in Louisiana, though not at LSU, I believe. I believe it's in the Superdome. This game is on Sunday. Uh, the line is LSU minus three. Uh, big game for both programs. FSU won uh, an opener in week zero last week against, I'm not, Duquesne or Duquesne, so whatever. Duquesne, I think that's how you say it. Um, and LSU did not play last week. So Florida State won a opener for the first time, I believe, I heard in five or six years, which is kind of crazy to believe. Uh, Norville still trying to get those boys right. Obviously, Kelly's got to do some recruiting. He's in the, like I said earlier, the toughest side of a conference. I mean, it's the toughest conference all in all. But let's be honest. I mean, the West is what makes the SEC the SEC. Uh, the East is good, but it's not great. The, the, the West is great. Um, I mean, you know, when you're picking Auburn seventh, I know Auburn wasn't the greatest last year. Um, but they're still a heck of a program that's been in national title games, won national title games, and they're getting picked seventh. So it's pretty insane uh, what the SEC West is. Um, but Kelly, Kelly needs this game, and I think he'll get it. Um, the line is LSU minus three, and we are taking LSU minus three. Um, I just think that they're they're the better football team. They're in the better position. Uh, you know, Orgeron, I don't want to say he left it bare, um, but it's definitely not what LSU is expected. But Florida State's still trying to build up. 
Uh, and this will be a big recruiting game for either for both teams. Uh, whoever wins this one um, will definitely definitely be a jolt to start their season. You know, Florida State can start off two and zero. That's huge for them. Um, if LSU can start off one and zero with a guy on the schedule they have, that's big. I mean, that's the thing about playing in the West. You know, if you want to have the kind of season you're going to have, you pretty much have to go. Definitely have to go three and one, if not four and zero in your non-conference, because you know if LSU is trying to get to seven eight games this year. Um, I don't know who their crossover is in the East, uh, maybe some teams that they can beat, but you know, the West is brutal. I mean, I don't think they're going to be Alabama A&M. Um, who else is, uh, I mean, Ole Miss, probably not going to be Ole Miss. So at best you're looking at three and three on your side, uh, I think, and Mississippi State, Auburn, uh, won't be, won't be any slack. And I know I'm forgetting a team that's totally blank in my mind right now, but yeah, you're looking at, uh, at three and three, I think at best on your side of conference. So you really need to get those four non-conference wins to their seven wins right there. And then if you can split in the East or win both of these, uh, well, there's your, there's your formula to nine wins. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just think LSU is still in a better position than Florida State right now. I think Kelly's a better coach. Uh, Norvell's got a lot to prove. Um, and I, I, I think LSU wins that game. I'm, I'm kind of weirded out by the line. Honestly, I, I thought it would be more, um, but you know, hey, sometimes when when the, the gambling gods give you a gift, you just take it. You don't question it. Um, so LSU minus three is our third play. This is my play of the week. Look, it's week one. I'm not putting more than one unit on anything. Um, but this is my favorite one. If, if, if I had to put a second unit on something, this is the one I would do it if you're so inclined. But these are all one unit plays for me for this week uh, in week one of college football. But this is my favorite one. Uh, is Arkansas minus six against Cincinnati. Look, Cincinnati's a great program. Luke Fickle's done an outstanding job there, a really, truly outstanding job. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, Arkansas with Sam Pittman has just totally flipped the script on what Arkansas football is. They're big. They're physical. They play my Gamecocks week two. I'm, I'm pumped about the game, but uh, not optimistic about the outcome. Uh, I, I, I have Arkansas winning that one as well. Hope I'm wrong on that, but hope I'm not wrong on this this one because uh, we're putting money on it. Um, so Arkansas minus six, that's the play. I think their offensive line and defensive line will wear them out. Uh, obviously, uh, excuse me, Cincinnati's got a new quarterback coming in, so it's not the same team that went to the playoff last year. I'm sure Cincinnati will still be really good. They'll compete uh, for their conference title this year. They won't compete for the playoff um, in Arkansas. I think, I think what's probably a good game in the first half, uh, maybe even the first three quarters, but I think the line just kind of wears Cincinnati down and kind of runs the ball uh, in the fourth quarter. Basically what Alabama did to Cincinnati all game last, last year, I think Arkansas will pretty much do in the fourth quarter. They'll just control the clock and, and I think win the game by a touchdown, if not two. Um, so Arkansas minus six is our third play. And our final play, I do like this one a lot too. Uh, I, I, I know I went against the Utes a lot last year, picking Oregon twice, and the Utes absolutely destroyed me. Um, but I'm going to pick them here. I know probably uh, if there are any Utes fans listening to me out there, which there probably aren't, um, they probably weren't too thrilled that I picked Southern Cal. And I did consider Utah for the playoff. Uh, they seem to be the trendy pick. Um, Southern Cal is kind of a trendy pick too. Um, I, I think I saw where Southern Cal had the most national title bets posted on them, which is just basically feeding money to Vegas because they're not going to win the national title. Um, I would, yeah, I'm, they're not. Uh, I, I, Alabama's going to win it. If it's not Alabama, it's Ohio State. I would say the only other team with a chance of winning the whole thing. Like, even if Utah gets in the playoff, even if Michigan gets in the playoff, even if 
don't know, any team, name any team, they might make the playoffs. You can make hey, Ole Miss gets in the playoffs somehow. Georgia gets in the playoffs somehow. Clemson is probably the only other team that could figure out to win a national title. Maybe Georgia, too. That might be a little disrespectful. It's going to be one of those four teams. No doubt in my mind. And I, obviously, I don't have Georgia making the playoff. I think they lose the game in the East, um, hopefully to South Carolina. Probably not. But either way, I think the East is is going to find a way. This is one of them, Kentucky, Florida, uh, Tennessee, uh, to find a way to beat Georgia. And then I think they lose to Alabama in the national championship game. So I have not talked about them. Um, but, yes, that's my opinion on Georgia this year. I just – yeah, granted, call me a hater because I still don't think Stetson Bennett's that good. Um, so it is what it is. He's going to have to do more this year. But, sorry, getting back to the game. Yes, I did consider Utah for the playoff. Uh, my only concern with this game is that it is in Florida, obviously, the humidity and all that nonsense. But I'm just not as high on Florida as anybody, and maybe I should do some more research on them. Uh, I actually think they're going to be, you know, probably the fourth or fifth in the East, which, I, Grant, I think that two through five in the East is kind of interchangeable. Uh, it's just going to kind of depend on who makes plays at the end of games. Um but I'm just not – I mean, Billy Napier, great hire, fantastic hire. Probably going to do really well at Florida. I don't want him to, but he probably will. But he's, it's game one, week one, and he's playing a team that was in the Rose Bowl last year against a team that went 6-6. Six and six. Like, once, once again, granted, I know that it is uh, – you know, I know that Vegas is good at what they do, but I don't understand the line. Same with LSU. Um, I, I know it's going to be hot. I know Utah is, you know, kind of going to a different world down in SEC country, but I'm going to take the Utes. Um, uh, I think the Utes get it done. So five picks for this weekend. You got two Thursday night games. You got Purdue plus three and a half, West Virginia plus eight, LSU, the Sunday game, minus three against FSU, Arkansas minus six against Cincinnati. Once again, a one unit play, but my personal favorite play of the weekend and Utah minus three against Florida. Obviously, we'll be picking again uh, the game Georgia Tech uh, against Clemson in Atlanta, not at Georgia Tech, but in Atlanta um, in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Uh, so he will have that pick out for you on Twitter. Uh, we will let you know. Uh, and, yeah, football season is back. Get excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know, next week we will review college football picks, and then we will have five college football – more five – excuse me, five more college football picks, five NFL picks, and Ozzy will do a pick on either NFL or college every week. But I'm excited, man. We are back. We're going to be green. Follow along. Let's go 5-0. and uh, Let's start out hot, and then uh, let's meet back next week and do it all over again. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. Uh, I hope you have a profitable weekend, man. And uh, I hope you just sit back, drink a beer, and enjoy a great day of college football because it is back. Uh, this is Harper Greer signing off with Oz and Hart beating the bookie. Y'all have a good one.